Welcome to the final episode of Journeys to the Metaverse, where we're talking to you from within virtual reality. We've been taking you on a journey and we've reached our final destination. On today's episode of the podcast, we'll be exploring the Engage platform and what it has to offer. We'll be talking all about social connection within virtual reality and how immersive tech is bringing people and businesses together in a brand new and exciting way. We'll discuss the Metaverse, what it is, how it works, where it's heading and its implications on the world of tomorrow and the future of the workplace. I'm your host, Nikki Finnegan, Head of the Digital L&D Team here at SJP. Welcome. Our guest for today is Abid Hussein, Business Developer for the Engage platform, which is where we are right now. Engage is an advanced virtual communications platform ideal for use in the modern workplace. It can be used to collaborate, educate, train, as well as host virtual events, all from within the metaverse. Engage is already used globally as an alternative to video-based communication and is trusted by over 500 companies. Abid has been working to spread Engage's message and goal of virtual communication and connection, and there's no doubt that having his expertise on today's podcast will help our listeners understand the metaverse, the questions that come with it, and the direction in which it's heading. Abid, welcome. It's a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Thank you for having me. So we have our VR Quest 2 headsets with us. Are you excited to get in there? I certainly am, yeah. And it's great to finally meet you physically. We've obviously been on MS Teams, on Zoom, and for large portions of those calls, you can maybe switch off your mic or you can switch off the camera. It can feel a little bit detached. Whereas in Engage, where we have also met many times, I've managed to interpret how you are in terms of your body language and your mannerisms, and we've managed to have all sorts of activities and experiences within VR. So it has managed to make this experience a lot more seamless, which I'm quite excited about. Do you want to describe what we've got in front of us and what we're going to do next? Most certainly, yeah. So we both have a couple of uh, Quest 2s. They're the most kind of widely available headset. And we're going to be logging into the Engage platform, in particular the SJP experience. And we're going to head into our first location amongst many others today. Okay, let's get into it. Headphones off, VR headsets on. Hi, Abid. Hey, good to see you in the metaverse. You too. So we're here in a lovely outside space just outside the Engage coffee shop. Where are we? This could be anywhere, but I believe for the most part it's just a generic set of skyscrapers. Okay, well it's very, very cool. Um, I've got a nice cup of coffee in front of me, virtual coffee as well. Thank you. You're most welcome, yeah. This is really cool. Could we go to another location that's a bit more exotic, maybe some champagne? Most definitely. Let's get that loaded up now. Hey Nikki. We've now transported over into Paris. So if you'd like to look over the balcony, you'll see some of the square over there. And thankfully, it's really quiet. You can have all of Paris to yourself, which wow, is quite a amazing. luxury. And I think we've just made it in time for the sunset, which is lovely. It's beautiful. So this particular location can be created from scratch. Nowadays, it's a lot more easier to build entirely custom locations. And hypothetically, we could recreate the area of bank in London, or it could be Times Square in New York, or simply an office and several meeting rooms. So all of that is doable within Engage, and then you can share that experience with multiple people. And of course, with the uh, SJP locations we'll be going to shortly, you'll get a real feel for something quite bespoke. I've had meetings in space, at the bottom of the sea, and another location actually in Paris, and also our academy team and the trainers, they have a Friday lunch and learn, and they go to a coffee shop and actually have an hour session there, sometimes throw some coffee cups around and have some fun, but it just takes them out of that kind of you know normal Friday office space. Absolutely, and it's such a great way to be social and engaged. One thing, obviously, we're both doing is we're fully concentrating on each other. I have no idea as to how many 
emails are popping up on my laptop or my phone for that matter and we've got each other's entire attention and that's one of the huge selling points of virtual reality and meeting inside the metaverse. Absolutely, no distractions. One of the reasons why we started to do this in the first place and we've really started to realise that now is allowing that role play, that one-to-one conversation in a really safe environment so you're not feeling embarrassed or a bit stupid if you have to go to the front of the classroom and do a role play in front of everybody and you can actually spend some time really practising certain scenarios and that's what I love about VR in these, these situations. That's it, yeah. And we've often noticed that when it comes to maybe video calls, you're either mute or you're speaking at 100% and there's no real in-between. If, for example, I wanted to intervene and maybe jump in with something, I can quite politely just gesture as if I want to jump in or whatever it might be. And it does allow people to be a bit more confident because you're focusing on the environment and not yourself. It can be awkward from time to time when you're in Zoom or you're in Teams and you end up staring at yourself for a little while. Yeah. Um, it can be a bit disorienting. But in these particular environments, if we happen to have 30 people or 40 people and we even had an even much larger environment, thanks to a feature called 3D Voice, we can talk amongst each other without disturbing other groups. So we mm. can naturally ebb and flow into those conversations, which unfortunately you can't necessarily do when you're working remotely and using a video calling yeah. conferencing tool. And also massively helps with social anxiety. I'm sitting here, I look nothing like I do in real life, really. And you can play around with avatars, and I think that brings that confidence and be able to play around a bit more. Absolutely. And the ability to express your body language is another huge point. Again, with Zoom or, or Teams or any other particular tool, you're often kind of stuck there and you can't necessarily express yourself. And so much of communication is done through yeah. body language and those, those nuances, and we have the ability to do that right here. It'd be really great if we can uh, sort of share some of the other locations that we can go to and show what that looks like. Yeah, absolutely. Let's, uh, let's head over now. Hi, Nikki. We're here at your custom-branded St. James Place event space. It's particularly large. It's almost like floating in midair. Uh, we have essentially about five pods around us, which can be used for networking, for Q&As, for workshops and so forth. And then we have this amazing circular environment right here, which can be used for announcements, seminars, and so forth. So that's a particularly useful part of this environment. And the colors are fantastic. We've got your lovely teal against the kind of concrete there, and it really brightens up the place. And you will notice a few quirky elements as well. So over to your right, Nikki, you have a St. James Place helicopter. That's mine. Oh, okay. I was going to say, um, <laughs> whoever wants to attend will obviously uh, come in via the helicopter. And then we have a few kind of basketball courts and hoops over to my right there. So it's a really inviting and welcoming place. And the benefit of virtual reality is we're not limited to the confines of the real world. Just 100 meters down there, we can have basketball. And then, of course, we can have workspaces this would cost a pretty penny to try and recreate in central London. And of course, we can have a waterfall essentially coming out of nowhere. Yeah, I um, love that. Which is quite And nice. I love the fact that we can have sort of, you know, mini events going on and then a space for people to network. And that's the real beauty of it. That's it. And with the benefit of 3D voice, we can set that to however we want. So we could potentially have a nice ambience where you could set it to about maybe 25 metres. So you can, you know, get that feeling where you can hear other people talking and people are engaging or we can shrink that right down to about five meters. So if you want really private conversations, you want to maybe uh, network in a bit more of a discreet way, then that can be done also. Maybe we can head over to some different parts. So yeah. um, would you like to follow me over to SJP's very own atrium? 
Wow, so this is the first time I've actually seen this environment in VR. So you've seen it previously in some of the designs, but it looks fantastic. So SJP are early adopters, you know, creating their own spaces within virtual reality and starting to host events and stuff like that. Some other businesses are doing the same thing. How long do you think it's going to take and what's it going to take to create this mainstream activity within businesses, within VR and immersive experiences? Yeah, it's a great question. So we've seen huge strides in the past couple of years. For example, the headset that we're both wearing is either you know, $300 or £300 or €300 Euros these days. Um, so it's a lot more cost effective. It's the price maybe a third of a brand new phone. And companies seem to adopt it en masse. And then, of course, you have technologies or softwares like Engage, which make it really easily accessible. However, in the upcoming years, one thing we're all banking on is the hardware becoming even more powerful and yet also more cost effective. With the combination of remote working and better quality and more cost-effective headsets, we'll soon see a further uptake in the immersive tech world. So how do you think beyond immersive experiences can benefit other businesses? Yeah, so it's the real boom of remote working that's really seen a need for immersive tech. One of the challenges with remote working has been managing morale, managing personnel, and also maintaining the similar levels of communication that you once had in the office. This is where immersive tech comes in and particularly engage in the SJP experience that we're having now. So for one, we can work in a much more collaborative way and engage with each other in a much more kind of dedicated way also, um, which frankly you can't really achieve using maybe video conferencing tools. One of the things we've noticed is when companies hire new employees, they tend to have an attachment challenge where new individuals may feel a bit detached with maybe their department, maybe the company ethics or the values, and most importantly, the culture. With VR, you can essentially onboard people while being in the same presence with each other. So if I wanted to bring in potentially five different line managers from five different departments in five different locations, possibly even five different time zones, I can do that within VR and have them placed and they can spend their time and talk with them accordingly. And most importantly, get that feeling that the effort has been made when the connection has also been established. Absolutely. I mean, if I was having an interview and it was on Zoom, it would feel so much different if I was being interviewed by you now in VR. It feels like a real, you know, we're in the same space together. Interestingly enough, when I joined the company, one of my first interviews was on the moon in VR <laughs> uh, with a few of my colleagues, which was strange to say the least, but within about 15 minutes, I understood exactly how my colleagues were, just uh, by how larger than life they may have been or just by their expressions and so forth. And that was a massive help in connecting uh, with them, particularly that they were about a 10 hour flight away. So VR was the, uh, the best case scenario we had. Okay, well, it's been absolutely fascinating um, going through this experience and talking to you about the different environments that we've created. Let's get the headsets off and uh, headphones back on. Great, let's do it. Just wanted to ask you a question around what your approach is to sustainability. Yeah, so that's where virtual reality really kind of um, fills in, especially with a lot of things that are going on with the fact that remote working has really shone a light on the fact that do we really always need to be present? One of the things we've noticed very quickly is how global VR can be. Not to say that even 
within the UK, traveling up and down the country can produce plenty of carbon emissions. It can also be quite costly and it's not necessarily the best use of time either because those hours that you're using aren't particularly productive. In regards to the sustainability factor, essentially you'd have a headset that you have at home and then that allows you to potentially travel to possibly hundreds of locations within a week as we've already been to four different locations. And if we were to try and recreate that in the real world, uh, this podcast would possibly take about four weeks um, to produce. So that's been quite enlightening, the fact that we can do that in such a short amount of time. That also allows you to build a more global workforce and actually have people feel like they're in a similar or the same presence with each other. Uh, thankfully, within our company, um, we don't have any particular policies where we feel like we need to work in the actual office. And that's encouraged people to even travel even further than where they were based before. Um, frankly, I put the headset on and I'm, I'm standing next to a colleague and shaking hands who might be in Portugal or South Africa or in the States for that matter. Um, and that allows us all to build more of a culture within the company despite all of the, uh, the physical restrictions we have from traveling. Um, and we've never felt like we need to fly across the world just for these arbitrary meetings. Um, and thankfully, other organizations are, are realizing that too. What is your view on the metaverse and what's next? What it means to me is the evolution of the internet as we see it today. How does it become more spatial? How does it add an element of depth? And with the increase of VR use, how is it then implemented and how do we access the internet? We truly believe that not having a presence in the metaverse in the coming years will be very similar to not having a website on the internet. And frankly, that's quite unthinkable. So everybody will have their own type of space. The good news is the metaverse will be for all and it will be managed in so many different ways. There won't be a singular metaverse. Think of it almost like a multiverse of a metaverse where you have layers. And the easiest way to kind of interpret that is that when you access the internet now, you don't use one particular website. And that's not the only website you use for communication. That also allows you to be slightly different people. The way you interact on Facebook and LinkedIn Twitter and maybe even TikTok are all somewhat different. So on Engage's front, we're building out our metaverse, so it will be ready in Q4 this year. It will predominantly be a space for professionals and will be used for business use and education use, but there is also capacity to have fun there. However, that's typically our clientele. And SJP will hopefully have a presence where they could walk down the road and meet maybe a university that would like to learn more about investing or financial literacy. And you can simply walk down, deliver a talk or invite them to your office and walk them around a replica maybe of this physical environment. So that's quite exciting. It's been a fantastic experience. Thank you so much for joining us for our final episode of Journey to the Metaverse. It's been great. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And it's been a pleasure seeing how far SJP are leading the front with immersive technology. Thank you.